You're listening to the Higher Calling Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to break down the latest data in the U.S. Jobs and Unemployment Reports. It may not be information you want to hear, but it's information I think everyone needs to hear. Let's go. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for listening to the Higher Calling Podcast. I'm Pete Newsom, and this is your source for all things hiring, staffing, and recruiting. I'm flying solo tonight, giving Ricky a bit of a break because I wanted to spend a few minutes talking about numbers. Some numbers that have been on my mind for a few months that I've been trying to reconcile with limited success, and I'm not sure I feel better about the numbers that I've seen over the last couple of days, but I think they're important. Uh, I think they're relevant to everyone in America. And I want to take a few minutes to share that information. And hopefully anyone listening will get some benefit uh, from this episode tonight. So I own a staffing company. And being in the position that I am, I feel like I get the benefit of seeing trends in the hiring market often before anyone else does. And I'm lucky to have a good group of peers and friends across the country who were in the same industry, you know, staffing company owners in the Pacific Northwest, in California, Texas, Midwest, New York, you know, all up and down the East Coast. And through various associations, we have the opportunity to share information with each other. And we do it pretty openly. And a few months ago, probably around May timeframe, we started to you know, collectively realized that the market was shifting pretty significantly. It was becoming harder to fill jobs. In many cases, it, you know, specifically for us at Four Corner Resources, we were having a really difficult time filling jobs. In some cases, we filled for years w- without any problem at all. Um, candidates just weren't interested, not um, certainly not interested at the salary uh, and, and hourly rates that we were offering. So we've had to make adjustments. And it, at first, I didn't realize how widespread it was. But over a matter of a couple of weeks, talking you know, to this group of folks that I stay in close contact with, I realized, boy, this is this is prevalent, um, you know, across the country right now, where companies large and small employers of all sizes are having to raise their salaries significantly now we hear and have heard a lot in the press recently um and we've most of you've probably experienced it firsthand i know i have in retail stores in restaurants they're very understaffed and the easy complaint of course is that um the restaurant owners and retail store owners need to pay more and maybe they do. I have to say that I don't have much firsthand knowledge of that space. I don't operate um, in that area. Uh, I Our company fills professional level roles, um, primarily in the IT, finance, marketing space. We cover a lot of different verticals, but we just don't play at that level. So I really don't have a lot of insight other than as a consumer. And absolutely, I'll be the first to admit that there's a labor problem. Um, when you can't get a table because there's not enough coverage at a restaurant, that's a problem. But I'll, I'll leave it up to the restaurant owners to figure out how to solve that. I've been much more concerned with the problem of my own business and that of my clients who um, need 
good employees, need good employees at, at reasonable rates. And I can assure everyone out there, everyone that I know firsthand uh, from a personal and professional standpoint has been making those adjustments and accommodations to an alarming point. And that's really the first thing that it uh, started to be on my mind with this is the realization that this isn't necessarily a great thing. Now, of course, we all want individuals you know, to make more money. But when we see it happen with such a spike and across the board, it doesn't take a lot to conclude that these costs are going to be passed along to the consumer. And that's what I really started to think about. So when I mentioned my unique position as a staffing company owner, I'm seeing this happen to a significant degree. And the only logical conclusion is that these drastic increases in uh, hourly rates and, and salaries that employees are receiving are going to soon be passed along to the consumers and the prices of goods and services. And I don't think that's going to take very long. Now, the inflation that's going to come with that has nothing to do with what the government's doing, um, with Federal Reserve, with currency value, all of that. Uh, that's its own issue. But I also have had to question why our government is spending taxpayer dollars in, in the way that they are in some of these cases, specifically in extended unemployment benefits, because the numbers really just don't add up. We see um, a labor market that is underserved. Uh, we see job openings off the charts. And I can tell you firsthand, I've seen what I consider to be pretty unnatural acts over the past few months with what a lot of our clients have had to do to just maintain staff. And I hear these stories around the country. And I know that this, like I said earlier, is not unique to us. And so that's a problem um, that has some pretty big ramifications. And I won't go into too much detail about what I think all of those ramifications are, but it's it's significant and real. I, I wanted to try to put some data behind it. And about a month ago, I started digging into some statistics and came across one that I, quite frankly, had never paid attention before. And it's the number of job openings that exist in the U.S. It's a number that's not really relevant to me in particular, other than as a citizen in the same way as everyone else, unless it is alarming in a way that's going to affect the staffing industry as a whole. And the number that I discovered um, last month, which is actually from July, I believe. I'm sorry, it was from June. It's, it's a report that came out on August 9th, is that there are currently 10.1 million job openings in the U.S. As I said a second ago, I really didn't have much reference point for that. It didn't it kind of like meaning for us, for me. So I looked back on what the historical average is. And over the last 10 years, 10, 15 years, we average about 6 million job openings. So 6 million openings under normal circumstances, 10.1 million job openings now. So that's 10.1 million jobs that companies are trying to hire for and at that point in time have done so unsuccessfully. And that is existing at a time where our government in spending taxpayer dollars has chosen to pay 
unemployment benefits above and beyond what people would normally receive. And they've done so with the explanation, or certainly the perception that's been created, that it's necessary because of a lack of jobs. The data indicates the absolute polar opposite is true. And that's pretty alarming. And it's something that I haven't been able to reconcile. I'm not going to try to do so in the, in this podcast episode. But if you stop and think about what that actually means, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, now, look, I am you know, a supporter of you know unemployment and see the value in it, especially in a time like what we all experienced with COVID. Um, what you could argue whether you know a lot of the lockdowns should have happened. Um, but they did, and furloughs and layoffs and permanent job losses were all very real, and there was a need for a time um, you know, to, to help out you know, the average American, no question about it. it. It was a rough time, and the numbers, the actual numbers, you know, um, show that you know, in, in a very clear fashion. But that time has long since passed, <laughs> um, and we didn't react to it um, to very well at all. So, you know, I've been kind of chewing on that number for the past few weeks, trying to decide, you know, how and when and if I should communicate that out and and express the concern that I think goes along with it. And then things really stepped up a couple days ago when the job openings report comes out. Now, in normal times, that's a pretty good indicator of the strength of the economy. Are we creating new jobs? And for those of you who uh, were paying attention to this, you saw that there was a lot of negative press associated with the job report that came out this past Friday. I believe it was September 3rd. And uh, we created 235,000 new jobs in the U.S. And it was a disappointment because there was an expected number that was somewhere in the neighborhood of three times that. It was such a disappointment that President Biden chose to have a press conference that day and came out and started to you know, give all kinds of explanations as to why there were only, and I'm using air quotes for those of you who are just listening and not seeing me, um, that we only created 235,000 new jobs. Now, when I heard that number, my first thought was, well, we're, we're creating 235 on top of the 10.1. Um if anyone's disappointed by that number, they're not really paying attention to what's going on. And during this press conference, I was just enthralled um, in listening to the president say that um, you know the, the limited jobs were due to the Delta variant um, of, of COVID, which just doesn't make sense to me at all when there's no reason to create a significant number of new jobs when companies can't fill the ones that they already have. I mean, they could put them out there, but it just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense for the organizations. So there's no question in my mind that that's where a lot of um, that, that limited number or the, the number that was less than what was forecasted you know, came from. The other thing that I found, I'll just say disturbing during the press conference was that the president repeatedly mentioned that his infrastructure bill is intended to create millions of new jobs. Now, as someone who's um, uh, a pretty big believer that the market is supposed to take care of these things itself, I, I would say that I don't think 
the federal government's job as a rule is to, should be to create jobs. Um, I think the market does that just fine on its own. But certainly not at a point where we have historical highs in the number of open jobs that, that are currently out there. It makes no sense. It certainly doesn't make sense when we're spending taxpayer dollars unnecessarily to create those jobs. And, you know, it was a, a bizarre thing for me to witness because it it all served, uh, seemed to be just in stark contrast to what's actually happening. And, and no one seemed to be upset by it. In fact, the tone was, was one of uh, almost defending how few new jobs were created. So I wanted to um, share some data as, as a next step here that... Um, hopefully will provide some insight into you know, why I'm, I'm saying the things that I am. Um, show the numbers firsthand. If I can figure out how to, how to share my screen appropriately, I will do it. Okay, here it is. So I'm going to show three slides. And if you have the opportunity to look, look, watch this on YouTube, I hope you do. But I'll, I'll do my best to walk everyone through it. The first slide, and these are directly from the Bureau of Labor and Statistics website. It's bls.gov. I, I recommend everyone familiarize yourself with this with this website. I mean, it tells the story for so many things that are happening in our economy without needing to listen to media or information on Twitter and trying to form an opinion. The data speaks for itself. So... The first thing I want to show is the number of Americans right now, civilians, who are on unemployment. And I wish I were a little bit better at this with the mouse. But that number, as of August 2021, is 8.4 million Americans are unemployed. 8.4 million Americans who are looking for a job, in theory, but don't have one. Now, why is that alarming? Well, we have 10.1 million openings. Now, I'll, I'll show you a slide in a minute. I'll go ahead and, and just fast forward to it now since, uh, since I sort of you know, spoiled it. Well, the, the new number of openings actually came out today, and that's why I'm doing the podcast right now. Um, and that number, which if I were on the right screen, I would show, is that... We have not just 10.1 million openings, which was on the last report, but we have 10.9 million openings now. So there are 800,000 more openings in July 2021 than there were in June. This is a problem, and it's and it's a it's a it's a really frightening one. We're not able to keep up with the number of openings. And there's a big battle that's going on right now for labor in, in the market. And I want to show everyone in a minute that this isn't just related to, um, you know, based on the data, it's not just related to what's happening in, in restaurants. You know, that, that's not nearly enough to, to cover all of this, um, although, although that's very real. This is a widespread problem. And... Yeah, the, the numbers just just create what should be a concern for everyone. Now, it, it should be a concern, period. It should be a significant concern when 
we're looking to spend taxpayer dollars to create even more jobs. So as we exist right now, there are roughly 2 million more jobs than there are people looking for jobs. That's bad math. That means there's going to be, on one hand, you could see this as a positive increased um, wages. But there are increased wages across the board that are going to result in significant goods and services prices increasing. Now, that's great for the people who are getting the the raises. It's great for the people who are changing jobs. And that's a whole different subject that we're going to cover on a different podcast, the great resignation that's happening right now. But the folks who are on fixed income are going to suffer the most. The folks who are already being supported by taxpayer dollars are going to suffer significantly, and it's not going to be okay. And it's not going to take a long time for these prices to be passed on. It's coming, and it's coming soon. So 10.9 million current openings as of the BLS report today compared to 8.3 million who were looking for a job right now on unemployment. And just for some perspective, that's equates to a 5.2% unemployment rate. The last time we had that was, I believe it was August 2015 when um, Obama was president. Everyone thought things were going along pretty well then, right? Government (laughs) Government wasn't feeling the need to create, and I quote, millions of jobs, which is what our president's trying to do now. The government wasn't looking to spend trillions of unnecessary taxpayer dollars to create jobs that aren't needed. Um, And there wasn't the imbalance back then even of open jobs versus folks looking for jobs. It It was much more in line with the normal situation. So we have a huge problem and it's about to be made significantly worse. And that's really the most alarming thing of all for me. So let, let me just uh, close for anyone interested. And if, you know, I highly recommend just going to the site, play around with the data yourself, let it, let it speak for, um, for itself. But what this page shows is the job opening rates by industry right now. And this is a little um, you know, delayed. It's, it's July 2021. But I expect when the August report comes out, just, just like the one that came out today, it's going to be worse. It, it's going to be um, you know, even greater. So total you know, non-farm jobs, and this includes all the industries you see here on the screen, um, is that 6.9% of all the jobs in those industries are, are unfulfilled right now, unfilled. So let's look at a couple industries and compare to the overall. Now I'll go right to the, the food service industry, the one that we all know of, and no surprise, that's the highest on the chart, 10.8% of all jobs in that industry are unfilled right now. So that's about what we'd expect. But as I've said a couple of times now, it certainly doesn't stop there. Our primary, um, one of our primary areas of business is in IT. These are uh, big salaries. They're high-end jobs, professional-level jobs, college degrees um, for for most of the employees, certainly um, in-demand roles. these are at, at, at you know, 5.6% of those jobs are open right now. I'm sorry, 6%. You know, as you go from industry to industry, you see that 
you know, this this is happening across the board. You know, finance and insurance, 5.2%. You know, professional business services, let's see. Eight percent, professional and business services. Eight percent. So I, I could keep going, and what we we would see is it's every industry. I can tell you that it's positions um, low end, high end, everything in between. And as I keep saying, the data indicates that it's it's bad now. The Effort that seems to be underway in Congress, you know, from the White House, is going to make it significantly worse. <laughs> um, I just don't see how there's any other outcome. So that's the message I wanted to share tonight. It's one that hopefully is uh, is not um, considered to be political in nature. That's certainly not the intention, but. It is something that um, transcends the staffing industry. I think it, I'm in a unique position to see these things. I'm in a unique position to feel these things impact my own business and then you know, start to dig around and look for answers as I did. Um, and I don't like what I see. And I wanted to take the opportunity to share that if anyone's interested in, um, in you know, you know, digging deeper yourself, by all means, you know, do so. If anyone is in a position to uh, try and do something to to help, um, you know, at the federal government level, I hope you'll do so. And if anyone, you know, and, and I want to, you know, make this point, you know, very genuinely, if I'm missing something obvious, and I hope that I am. I mean, I, I I'm not an economist. I I, you know, I don't have a degree in that area. Um, I would love to know what I am missing. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, and I mean that in the most open way. Um, so please reach out. Our podcast email is highercalling at fourcornerresources.com. Again, highercalling, H-I-R-E, calling at fourcornerresources.com. We're pretty easy to find. You can go to fourcornerresources.com. You can get to me really easily if, if you're interested, if you have specific information that uh, serves as a counter to what I'm suggesting um, that we should all be concerned about. I, I would love to know, and I would immediately um, you know, come back and do another podcast and, and, and rectify um, whatever you know, misperception I may have created through this. But in the meantime... Um, I'm going to remain concerned and you know, do, do my best to guide you know, my own business, to guide you know, all our clients as, as best I can. Um, and I'll keep paying attention and we'll report back soon. So thanks for listening and have a great day.